Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, and I help business owners just like you overcome their fear of failure and find the courage within to step up, show up, and make an impact on the world while also living a lucrative life and reaching their full potential. And I do this through strategic marketing advice and engaging conversational copywriting at Right Time Marketing. So feel free to book in a free 30-minute discovery call with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. And today I'm joined by my guest, Darren Saul. Welcome, Darren. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Leanne. Yes, thank you. Um, so Darren is another connection through my BX network. Uh, a lot of my guests are, um, and it's same for Darren actually. Um, but yeah, we connected uh, via online, one of the online groups I think it was a little while back. I was on his podcast. Actually, I'll put a link in the show notes to that as well. Awesome. So you can listen Great. back to that. So remind me to do that, Darren. Um, and just to give you a little background on who he is. So Darren is a photographer who started heavily utilizing social media and podcasting to build his business. And was just so amazed with the results. He's never looked back. Uh, Darren is now very active in social media marketing and podcasting, and he consults with organizations to help them get serious results by integrating these tools, social media and podcasting into their marketing strategy. He ultimately believes these platforms aren't just a nice to have <laughs> anymore, they are a must have. And talking from personal experience, I totally agree <laughs> we're singing the same song man we are we are i've had my podcast for you know a year now and just the types that the feedback i've gotten um some of the yeah the leads that have come my way from people listening to my podcast it's just been amazing i just um published an episode a couple of weeks ago where i did talk a little bit more about my podcast year in review so go back and tune into that if you'd like to hear a bit more about my journey in my first year of podcasting okay. uh, but enough from me um darren i'd love to hear more about you and your business journey including your podcasting story like how you got started in that world sure with pleasure so i mean obviously as you mentioned thank you again for that lovely introduction um i'm a photographer so i do a lot of work with uh event photography, both corporate, private, headshots. I started off doing a lot of documentary and street photography as well, personally. And at a certain point, you know, I don't know, probably about three years ago, two, three years ago, I started to realize that the world was changing. The world had changed. It continually changes. And marketing that was working years ago wasn't working anymore. And I realized, uh-oh, I think I'm going to get with the program and start learning about what's happening nowadays and what's moving in the future. And I started doing a lot of research, spoke to a lot of friends, and I fell into this world of social media and podcasting. And I thought, wow, this really speaks my language. I love this stuff you know, because I'm a creative guy, so I kind of love playing around with all this kind of technology and I love gadgets and social media and images and graphics and playing around with copy and I thought yep this is going to be me I'm going to dedicate myself to social media marketing and podcast marketing to help me market my photography brand 
and I started off a podcast. I, I was a member of BX. I'm still a member of BX. It's a fantastic network. And I think uh, my first so many episodes were all BX members. Um, and my podcast just its a journey from you know beginning to end. It just keeps on going. You get better as you go. And it's the same with social media. But in terms of podcasting itself, I just fell in love with it. It was just, it became like a drug. And I just wanted to become a better host, get better with my technology, get better with how I uh, deliver the podcast via audio or via video means. Um, and just keep on growing and keep on learning how to interview, how to prepare guests, etc., etc. So, and the, the results have been astounding, like the, the brand that I've been able to build and the awareness that I've been able to build through my podcasting um, and my social media has been incredible. So it's definitely something that everybody needs to do these days and it's almost made a resurgence. With new digital um, technology nowadays, you can start a podcast really easily. The cost of entry is very low and there's no excuses anymore. Everybody can have their podcast channel, even if you only put out one a month, but it can really bring you great results. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, that's, you know, the whole startup thing was what freaked me out initially. And so I didn't do it because I'm like, oh, I just, do I have to have a studio? Do I have to like, what? And yeah. then I heard, no, you just need a couple of things just to sit up at home. And I'm lucky that I have my home office and it blocks out a lot of other sounds. So yeah. it, it is quite good. But I know I've heard stories of people in the in the walk-in wardrobe, sitting in a box and things like that <laughs> to get their own little mini studio with yeah. some good sound or happening. Um, but yeah, so why, why do you love it so much? Is it the, the results it's had on your business or for something else? Oh, it's everything. I mean, I'll, I want to go through about 11 key benefits for why podcasting is so powerful. But just at a high level, um, it's fun. It's so much fun. You get to meet so many great people. You get to collaborate with all these people and the world. It's global now as well. You can meet all these incredible guests and, and experts from all over the world. Um, they invite you on their podcast as well. Um, you learn so much. So just podcasting is just a fun, funky area to get into and why not, you know? And but at the same time, it does give you results. I mean, I wouldn't do it if it was just for fun, it does give me results. It does build my brand. And I'm always just walking around, even if I see friends and family and they say, oh, suspend that animation, episode 100, whatever. So, you know, I can, I can see that people are paying attention. Even if you don't always get the feedback directly, people are paying attention. So that's just how social media is. Um, so it's just an amazing um, area to play in. And it's just so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of we formed our little community of podcasters. Yeah. And I do feel like it was once this thing you'd put up on this pedestal going, oh, wow, you're a podcaster. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Um, and now I'm hearing, especially what with those in my like business coaching mastermind group at the moment, everyone's like, oh, well, not everyone, but there's a few of us now like, oh, I'm going to start doing a podcast. And yeah. it's very exciting because everyone, and don't ever think that, yeah, oh, everyone else is doing a podcast in my field. I can't do one because there's so many different ways and angles to do things. And some people resonate with you and people don't necessarily only listen to one podcast on the topic. They, so I listen to a very, you know, various 
business growth, marketing related podcast. And depending on my mood, who I listen to or who's, you know, released a new episode at the moment that I want to tune in. Um, So yeah, I I agree with that. I've loved it. Um, All right. So you mentioned those benefits. Let's go through them because it might take us a little while, but I'm really excited to hear what you think um, the key benefits are of podcasting. Perfect. All right. Well, as I mentioned, I've got about 11 incredible benefits for why you should start your podcast. Now, first of all, I want to just remember, remind everybody that a podcast is another strategy within your wider social media content strategy. A lot of people forget that. A podcast is great on its own. And if you're Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss, you can make a lot of money just with your podcast. But for most of us out there, the podcast fits in to our wider social media content marketing strategy. And that's just such an important thing to remember because first point, it allows you to deliver fresh, interesting, varied content to your audience regularly. And the beautiful thing about it, particularly if you have a guest, is it's not just you, it's not just me speaking all the time saying, you know, how many times can I say the same thing? But if I bring a guest on, it's a whole new dynamic, it's a whole new energy, it's a whole new perspective, and it's fresh. So bringing, you know, podcasts, p- delivering podcasts regularly is allowing you to deliver social media content, marketing content to build your brand regularly, and it's different. And I must say that, you know, I do a lot of work around social and podcasting, and my podcast content, or my posts around content, do better than anything else I do by far. So it just tells me how powerful podcasting is. So that's just number one. Um, Number two, it allows you to sell very indirectly. This is the beautiful thing about it. You know, you don't have to do a hard sell. You don't have to push. The fact that I just have a podcast and it's whatever the name by whatever the name or whatever the brand is, and I have guests on my podcast and I talk about different topics, not even related to what I do, just by proxy, people will become curious. They'll say, who is this guy? What is he doing every day? Who is this? Let me just click on his profile and let me click on his website and find out what this guy does. So it's a very soft, indirect, passive way of building your brand and selling and giving you lead gen, which is what we all need these days. Um, and the other amazing thing about it is you're going to be meeting if, and that's this is if you're doing a lot of podcasts with guests. But if you are doing a lot of podcasts with guests, you're going to be meeting and building relationships with strong relationships with every single guest you interview. You know, you have a chat with them before the podcast, you have a chat with them during the podcast, you chat with them after the podcast. They become your friends and they become your potential clients. So it's incredible lead gen, and they become your potential referrals as well. So it's incredible from an indirect passive sales point of view, the power of your podcast. A lot of people don't realize that it's an immense marketing hack. It was really what I call it, or sales hack. Don't say um, hack. <laughs> We're not dodgy. <laughs> hack in a good way. It's just a, yeah, yeah. Tip. It's a magical <laughs> key. It's a little marketing secret key that opens up the door that a lot of people say, wow, I didn't even think of it from that point of view. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was basically, yeah. Beginning of 2020. That was like, all right, my podcast is going to be like my key marketing strategy, like part of my marketing strategy. Engine. 
Yes, yes, 100%. So that's what it was for me. And I'm like, all right. And then from that, it's then fed, yes, so many more social media posts because rather than going, what should I talk about? Oh, wait, well, I'm releasing a new podcast episode every week. So there's at least one or two posts there. Um, But, you know, obviously you can go even deeper than that and really pull it apart and create multiple, multiple posts from it. Um, But yeah, and then it's a visibility, you know, um, when you do it video version, or when you know people listen to you and then you bump into them like oh i listened to this episode the other day and you know you're staying front of mind for them you know so yeah and and again it allows you because you have so many episodes that you build up over time it allows you to do greatest hits episodes you you can put a little package together you can say top five from this year top five from last month my top guest from the year Um, you can bring back old episodes that are related to a, a new topic you know, there is so much you can do in terms of how creative you can be with your strategy because you have that army of content behind you, you know, so it's incredible. And the last point on sales as well and lead gen is that, and it's an important one really, is that these days it's harder and harder to open the door to get people to answer the phone, to talk to the key decision makers. And a podcast allows you to get to those people in a different way. For example, if I need to talk to somebody, you know, I'm just going to say, oh, it's Darren on the phone. I'm from Suspend Animation. Just want to talk to John. Ah, I get to the gatekeeper and the gatekeeper says, oh, he's busy. He'll ring you back, leave, leave a message. I never hear from him. If I say, it's Darren here from Suspend Animation. I'm doing a podcast episode on this and I'd love to interview John. All of a sudden, within 30 seconds, my phone rings. Oh, it's John. So it's an incredible way to open up those doors that you can never open up those doors to and contact and connect with those people that you would never normally get access to. So it's a phenomenal marketing tool and I can't stress that enough. So that's point two only, my God. <laughs> so Sorry, three. our podcast can be two hours long. This yeah, time. We'll right. yeah. Let's break records today. <laughs> so number three, um, it allows you to also take podcast content and extrapolate it and leverage it into a million other forms. So for example, what we're doing here, we're doing a video podcast, but we're also doing an audio podcast. You can also take this, transcribe the content through Rev or through different channels and websites, get written content for a blog or for a post or for an article. Um, You can take little snippets out of it, turn them into audiograms. I mean, there is no end to what you can do with a podcast episode and that's the beautiful thing about podcasting as, as well is that you as a podcaster you tend to be invited on other people's podcasts so that gives you an opportunity to say okay great now this podcast is going to be content for me my branding instead of me always promoting someone else so it's just this nice world and it allows you to extract all this content from one podcast episode of an hour or so so it's phenomenal so number four you leverage your guests audience and this is a huge one so again if you're using if you're inviting guests to your podcast and it doesn't mean you have to invite a guest every time but you might have some podcasts that are solo some podcasts that are guest podcasts and it allows you to leverage their audience so you might have 10 20,000 people in your world they might have 10 20,000 people in their world as soon as i promote the podcast i start tapping into your connections and they find me and they, they search for me and they connect with me and they then they're in my world 
So it's very slowly, subtly building my brand and building my social media network using a tool like a podcast. So it's phenomenal. Uh, number five, or number six, I think we're up to here. You allows you to collaborate and build relationships. Now, these days, collaboration is key. You know, we don't live on an island anymore. There's a lot of um, benefit to doing things together with other like-minded professionals, collaborating with other podcasters, collaborating with other marketing strategists, collaborating with other uh, sales professionals, whatever. So working, doing things together, whether it's in a podcast or in any other form, is so powerful. And podcasts allow you to collaborate and be creative with other professionals, both building your networks together. It's very synergistic. I always say one plus one equals infinity. There's no, you know, it's not even synergy. It's, it's mega synergy. So that's number five, I think it was. Number six, you can be creative. You know, podcast is other another platform for you to really get creative you can be creative in how you execute your podcast how you deliver your podcast creative in how you structure it creative in how you introduce it creative in how you promote it as i said before you're going to do greatest hits episodes you can do little snippets take that and make those little ads for you to promote your podcast again the world is your oyster so and that creativity spills out into everything else you do and creativity is also something really important these days we need to be different we need to be creative to stand out and this kind of builds that creative muscle um so it's really important from that point of view yeah because i saw someone today and he was like oh i'm thinking i thought about starting the podcast but i don't feel like i've got enough to say and i just looked at his business card where he listed like five different services i'm like you could so easily like break these into multiple multiple topics every single one and i said to him as well like there's no pressure to say i must create an hour or half hour podcast either um so i said to him you could break this and just do like 10 minute podcast episodes so if you feel like it you can't commit to like a full hour if for example you don't want to have guests and just share your own knowledge just commit to yeah saying oh do a 10 minute one because that's great bite-sized digestible content as well Mm -hmm. and people will probably you know um listen to multiple episodes in a row as we you know binge listen these days and binge watch um so there's no harm in that so if you do think oh i could talk about that topic but i couldn't talk about it for half an hour that's totally fine. It could just be a short episode. Um, I mean, if you go back and see my solo episodes, they're always going to be shorter than when I'm having a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're only 15 minutes and that's five pages worth of notes. Yep. But when I'm talking and that's, and that's perfectly fine. So don't get caught up in the length. And I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Darren? If the length totally vary, agree. no one cares, right? It's, it's, a, it's about value. It's about content doesn't matter if it's something that's really valuable and it's going to be very powerful you might be able to go for an hour if it's something that you know you think you can get enough value out of 10 minutes or five minutes fine you know and everybody's different that's the other thing about social media and understanding your audience is that you have to really cater to everybody's needs some people will like longer content some people will like shorter content some people will like mid-sized content so you give them options and everybody, as long as everybody has enough of what they want, they will stay loyal to you. That's the key. So it's, you know, I totally agree with you. There's no rules and uh, it can be whatever you want it to be. And, and I was talking about this with someone this morning. 
Your podcast is basically just your own TV and radio show, your own TV and radio channel. You can do whatever you want with it. You want to make it a variety show? Great. You want to make it a roundtable discussion? Great. You want to make it a debate? Fantastic. There are no rules. Your podcast is just your personality and your own channel to allow you to build brand awareness for who you are and what you do. Love it. Yes, we'll, we'll sum it up. <laughs> um, now, number seven, it allows you to upskill and get on top of technology. I mean, these days we're living in the digital age. You know, it's important to know how to get your lighting right, get your video right, get your sound right, use the right apps, use the right websites, edit video, edit sound, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, these skills are always going to be useful, always going to be valuable, particularly moving forward in the digital age. So it's nice to just get your head around some of these things. And you don't have to do it in a very complicated way. It can be very simple. Um, another huge one, as I mentioned before, it positions you as a thought leader in your field. So if you have a podcast on a particular area, you become a thought leader simply because you're perceived to be, because you're, you're out there every day. You might not be any good, but people <laughs> think you're fantastic. <laughs> because you have a podcast. <laughs> and, you're a and you have all these, have all these great guests. And you seem to be putting out a lot of episodes. So, my God, he must know what he's talking about or she must know what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. So you get perceived as this thought leader and that brings you all sorts of other opportunities. Again, you collaborate with people. People come and ask you to do workshops. People ask you to do keynote speeches. People ask you to speak at conferences. Virtual conferences now are a big thing. And, I've, you know, people have asked me one a few times to do that, even overseas. So it's amazing what happens when you just put yourself on a stage to a degree and you just put out content that's valuable to people and build that brand. So that's number eight, I think it is. Number <laughs> nine, I've lost track. Um, number nine, you, you can sharpen your communication skills and sharpen your interpersonal and interview skills. I mean, again, you know, these things spill out into real life, into everyday life. It's not only on a podcast. It's always great to know how to interview, how to communicate, how to conduct conversations, how to be engaging, um, how to think articulately and deliver your message articulately. So, you know, podcasting gives you that practice, which is really, really great. Yes, I agree. And, you know, I thought I knew how to interview very well. Um, but, you know, if I go back to my early episodes, uh, you know, a little bit more awkward, but then coming, you know, now I'm at 50 something yep. and I know that my interviews are so much more streamlined. Yes, I have some questions on the screen, but I feel so much more comfortable going beyond that, just in the flow of conversation. Yeah, just from purely doing it on a weekly or twice a week basis all year. And, and yeah, I was actually thinking about this morning, you know, at a networking event, I find it so much easier to start a conversation with someone and then really deep dive into what they just said um, yeah. way better than before. Before I'd be like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then trying to think Next of question. some other random question. Yeah. Whereas now I have learned how to go, oh, tell me more about that element. Um, yeah. And yeah, I have gotten better with the face-to-face uh, interpersonal skills too, I reckon. Definitely, totally agree. And, and it is, you're right. Like it's nice to just kind of live in the moment and allow yourself to be swept away by the conversation, but then always knowing that you have a framework to come back to, you know, to move the podcast episode along in the right direction with the right momentum. So, you know, podcasting, it's really about um, you're the host and you're the one that is delivering this episode along, you know, with the right momentum, 
with the right framework, but you could have a lot of fun and a lot of creativity and spontaneity within it. And that's where you can really enjoy yourself. You know, it's no fun if you just, if it's like question, answer, question, answer, question. Answer, yeah. Question. So do you do a lot of planning for yours? Do you script all your questions out? Like, how do you plan yours? Yeah, I must, like, I must say, um, planning and preparation is so important. You might not always use all that planning and preparation, or you might not ask every question, but you need to prepare your episodes. You need to prepare your guest as well. Otherwise, you know, people can sometimes start rambling on about something, going on another tangent, and before you know it, half an hour you've just spent on, I don't know, the price of uh, dog collars when you should have been talking about marketing something else. So you just never know what's going to happen, and I think it's important for your guests to know where their parameters are and for you to also be able to say, okay, that's nice. I'm going to bring you back now to my next question. Let's bring you back enough with that. So you're in control, but you're doing it very subtly and very smoothly and allowing the audience to go on the ride with you so but definitely but preparation which I'll, I'll talk about in a bit because i think it's really important um last few points you have so much fun podcasting is fun as we're you know we're showing you here leanne's a great podcaster we have so much fun together and it's just you know i can do this any time of the week because i just enjoy it and the number tip number 11 which i call my little bonus tip you learn so much from your guests my god like I've interviewed quite a few people and I have learned so much about mindset, marketing, business, entrepreneurship, health, fitness, the arts, whatever. It's amazing what I've learned. And it's almost like you tap into that 30 minutes or 45 minutes of gold and knowledge and nuggets that someone's taken a year or a lifetime to acquire. So you get all these little micro degrees every time you do a podcast episode with somebody else. So, oh, yes, so uh, I, I agree. And I, I said this in my recent episode, it really is that win-win-win. Like I, um, rather than buying all these books on yeah. topics, oh source people who know what they're talking about in this area and you get to pick their brain yeah. and find out everything you want to know because obviously if you're thinking it there's other people thinking the same stuff so um yeah i love it i'm like oh yeah cool i I meet people go i want to know more about what you do and i want to learn from you let's wrap it up in a podcast (laughs) and then it's they benefit as well and um yeah there's i've always everyone i meet even if there's been someone in this someone in a similar field i've had on the podcast before i'm like I reckon there's a different angle I can then go down with you Definitely. and, you know, and obviously they have a fresh new perspective on it and everything like yeah. that. So, uh, oh, I, I 100% agree with that. It's like, I've got 50 little books on my shelf in podcast episodes. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Really good point you just made is that just because there's 10 other podcasts on that same topic doesn't mean that you can't have another great one. You know, it's your perspective on it. It's your voice. It's your authenticity. You'll deliver it in a different way. You'll engage with a different audience because of who you are. And definitely don't shy away from that. If you really have a passion to put a podcast together in an area of interest, go ahead, do it. There's no such thing as too many podcasts. No. No. Yeah, I agree. Oh, thank you for all those tips. They were awesome. All the benefits and um, benefits and tips tied into yeah. a package really there. Um, yeah, I like, yeah, I've said I've absolutely loved the journey. It is definitely worth, there is effort involved. Um, actually, I'd like to hear, yeah, what, uh, how much time do you invest into your podcast planning on like a weekly yeah, good question. basis? 
I mean, just like everything else in business, you want to try and streamline and automate as much as you can. Automate doesn't have to always mean in terms of using technology or whatever. It can just mean, you know, having templates that you have ready, whether they're soft email templates or written templates or whatever, however you like to work. But certainly I like to try and I don't want to recreate the wheel every time because if you're doing a lot of podcast episodes, it can be a lot of work. So you try and automate the pre-work. You try and give people a little, uh, like Leanne's done with me, you give people a little bit of a content um, document about what to expect, how to prepare, etc., etc. You might prep the episode a little bit. Say this is what we, you know, this is the conversation we're going to be having about these kind of topics. Um, grab their bio, grab a photo, whatever you need to do. Try and automate that. Um, then again, prepare your actual episode or draft your episode so they know what to expect and they're not going to be rambling on about something that's totally irrelevant for half an hour um, and then lose all your audience. And also in terms of the um, production, you can do that really quickly once you get the hang of it. You can try and streamline it as much as you can or you can even send it off to different VAs or different outsourcing platforms that kind of do that for you. So I like to keep mine really simple. I don't even have too much imaging imagery and uh, packaging around it. I just get straight to it um, because a lot of the times, even when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm just fast forwarding to the content saying, all right, get on with it. All right, let's go. I want to, nobody's got a lot of time. I want to hear, I want to listen, I want to learn. So I said, let's go. What's this about? So yeah. again, it's streamline as much as you can, automate what you can, and you do get faster as you go with regards to producing it. And you can also outsource that if you need to. Yeah, cool. So how many episodes do you record in a week? So I generally do about two a week. Uh, at one stage when I started, I was doing more. I was even doing three or four. But it became a bit, wow, crazy. Um, and during you know the heart of COVID, I had more time so I could do more. But now I've kind of brought it back to two episodes a week. And that seems to be a beautiful, happy medium. Also from a social media marketing content point of view. I think people really respond to two a week or one a week um, is great. You know, if people want to do more uh, infrequently that's fine but I think you need to have a presence at least once a week for people to really for you to stay top of mind yeah, yeah. I know there's some podcasts I love but I've gone to lately and go oh there hasn't been any more episodes since you know uh, for a month or something yeah, yeah. and then you know the longer it is you kind of forget to go back to it and you might discover new podcasts in the meantime yep. but if it's something that yeah, there's new episodes every week um, or even, you know, sometimes I have two a week. Uh, yeah, then they're like, oh, cool. Well, I've got this moment. I'll listen to that and listen to maybe one or two other podcasts at the same time, but know that come Monday morning, there'll be another one from you or whichever the day of the week you choose. Definitely. So and people kind of wake up waiting for the next podcast episode. Like I wake up in the morning, I say, okay, let me look all, my, all the podcasts that I follow. Who's done a new one today? I say, great, let's listen to that. Let's yeah. listen to that. Let's listen to that. And I'm looking for them. And so that's part of building a loyal audience. You really need to think about keeping in front of your audience regularly so they will stay loyal and they will refer you and, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you need to keep building that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So it is, yeah, it is worth the time and effort. Um, so like you, you'd interview what, over an hour and then you you very quickly package everything up, don't you? Because I remember yeah. hours, I was up and down like that yeah. afternoon. Like I package up really quickly. I think, you know, I don't, I do a little bit less in terms of the, imaging and the engineering i try and get as much quality initially through the process so i don't have to do as much work on the on the back end um but every now and again you know you might have to edit a little bit here and there or you know 
fix up some sound or fix up some audio or some uh, video. But I try and prep it well enough and be and be and automate it well enough so it's I don't need to do as much post work because you know it can slow you down. Um, and you know again that's personal choice. Some people love elaborate um, production. Some people like it really lean. You know, but at the end of the day, the value in the content is the most important thing. Yes. And so do you, you have show notes pages? I do, episodes? yeah. So I've got, uh, definitely put all the, sh- all the notes in the show notes for people, link out to their websites, promote their social media handles, um, any other special offers, um, links to other podcast episodes that might be relevant. So definitely. Yeah. And that's all from an SEO point of view, guys. You need to make that happen because your show notes, just like a blog and with those links, it's all creating that great um, synergy between pages to show Google that you're a a trustworthy and a site that people want to be linking to and vice versa. So um, I know some some podcasters don't skip that process. Their show notes are just in the, you know, the podcast episode itself. Yeah. Um, I only put like, you, you notice uh, an intro and then um, a, a link to the show notes and then a link to book a discovery call with me. Yeah. But yes, I do ultimately encourage people to go to my website and looking at Google Analytics, people are then going to my website, clicking around. Um, so it's all worthwhile in that journey as well. So not necessarily just social media, but getting people to your website Definitely. And checking out what you do there too. Definitely. It's like your podcast is like your, I don't know, the little um, little spaceships that are hovering around the mothership. And the mothership could be your website. But nobody knows your website is there unless you build awareness around it. And that's what podcasts and other content do. They allow you to build awareness for what you actually do when they go, when you come back to your website. But if you don't do it, nobody even knows you exist. Yep, 100%. Uh, now, I, I know we've kind of entwined tips and processes in, but I do have you noted down to ask you about this. <laughs> sure. Do you have any other tips and processes we haven't talked about? Like what's your process from start to finish and any other tips that you can offer anyone out there who's now going, yes, I'm ready to start a podcast? Definitely, definitely. I mean, we've kind of discussed this as well, both you and I during the show. I think in terms of a tip, I think it's really important if you're going to do this, Commit to it and do it and follow through. Because a good friend of mine who's another great podcaster, Robert Bruss, um, who you know as well, also mentioned to me when I did a podcast with him that I think there was some ridiculous amount, a ridiculous number of podcasts out there, but only a very small percentage have done more than 20 episodes. Oh, really? It just goes to show you everybody gets excited about doing a podcast and they get and they start and they interview 20 people and they say, ah, oh, this is not doing anything. Let's just forget about it. So there's all these podcasts, but if you look at how many episodes they've done, not as many have gone past episode 20. Something oh, along those lines. Go. Oh, well, I, had to, I was talking to someone a couple of months ago and I was like, yeah, you know, my downloads are okay. Don't get caught up in that, by the way, everyone. Um, but I was like, they're okay. And she's like, for her, it was like around the 10 month mark yep. after doing it consistently. That's when she really started noticing results. Wow. And at the time I was about a one month away from that. And sure enough, it feels like just recently, all these people are saying, I've listened to your podcast. I want to work with you. It, it's honestly like it's taken that long. So please yeah, be patient with it. Um, don't expect to get instant results, but that's just marketing in general, right? Definitely. It's all about that 
you know, sometimes you may have someone call you out of the blue three years after you met them, yep. but they've been following you all that time. I had that uh, not long ago. Someone I haven't seen in probably 10 years that has been following me said, I'm interested in getting a quote. Wow. Um, and, you know, it didn't end up coming about because she didn't have the budget for me. That's going to happen. But it was just showing you don't always know who's watching and you don't, because you can look at who's clicking on your social media posts you can see their names, but you don't see all the names of people viewing. Um, and same with your podcast. You don't get all that data. I don't think you can at all at the moment. I don't know if maybe you could pay heaps of money with some programs. Maybe you can, but you have no idea who's listening in. Definitely. And so I'm like, cool. I had 80 people listen to this episode. No idea who those 80 people are, but one of those people could end up becoming a really big client of yours or a big referral partner in the future. Um, you just don't know. So you just got to keep it up and it will pay off. You just have the right mindset for it and not put out a desperate approach either with your episodes. Go, so please, if you're listening to this, please <laughs> call me and I'll work with you and I'll discount and, you know, um, you know don't. hundred <laughs> percent. You know, and I've even had, some of my friends and, and contacts and connections have said, oh, you're up to episode 100 and something, something. And I say, I think it's done. I oh, know you're right. So they're, they're following it more closely than I am. They know exactly what episode I'm up to and they follow who I've been speaking to. It just that, but you, know, you never really know unless you ask the question, as you say. You know, when you stop podcasting, people say, where'd you go? What happened? That's just what, that's just how human nature is. Yeah. They're like, oh, so yeah, I just, you know, caught up with someone the other day. She was like, oh yeah, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I think I remember you saying once you listened to them, you're still listening. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I would say in terms of tips, make sure that you're going to be in it for the long haul. Dedicate yourself to it. It's a long game. It's a fun game. And you can go through incredible self-development along the way. But don't quit too early because it does take time, just like anything in marketing. It does take time and uh, it will give you results if you stick it out. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so how much money, just going to the money conversation, yeah. um, do you invest into your podcast? And like what kind of return on investment have you gotten personally? Yeah, great. Um, in terms of you know setting a podcast up, as we mentioned, it's these days with digital, it is so easy. The cost to entry is so low you know you just need a couple of basic lights to light you up sometimes you need a microphone sometimes if your lights good you don't even need to you have a little webcam on your on your computer or you can even use your normal computer uh, cam if it's good you have some kind of a microphone or some kind of earphones with a mic or even airpods and you can set yourself up very quickly very cheaply for i don't, I don't know I'd probably say two hundred dollars you know, Max can do everything. And you, there's some great apps out there. There's one that I call Anchor that uh, I really would recommend. It's called Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. One of the greatest podcast apps um, to use. It allows you to record interludes and transitions and really customize things your way. And it's free. And you have it on your phone as well. And it then goes and distributes all your podcast app out to Spotify and all, Google and all these other apps. Um, the only one you need to do yourself separately is iTunes. Um, so there's a great one. It's called Anchor. The other one's pretty good. It's called Podbean. That's one I use as well. Um, and, you know, with digital these days, as we mentioned, you don't have to have a studio. You don't have to have a sound engineer. You don't have to have all this editing software. 
you can do it really easily, really cost effectively, and you can be up and running with a couple hundred dollars and you now have your own radio and TV station. Yes, and that was always something on my to-do list, like, oh, have a, well, just a radio uh, segment or, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, I heard this, po- on this podcasting thing. I'm like, and I can easily do that myself. Well, this is my chance. Yay, exactly. I can be on radio. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's almost a rate of resurgence now. Podcasting has been around for 10, 12, 13 years. But because of digital and because of the low barrier to entry, everybody's doing it and everybody's listening to them now because of the way our, the culture has um, developed. Podcasting is now kind of at its new honeymoon period. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And so, like, do you regularly get inquiries that then convert into jobs or how does it work with you then? Yeah. I mean, like, it is difficult to measure these things like any marketing. Um, But I guarantee, like, I just know that a lot of people come to me because they might have seen me on my podcast or they might have seen me with other social media content and they all kind of feed into each other as well. Um, and it's just reinforcement of the brand. But certainly some people have come to me through my podcast, some people have come to me through other social media um, channels and they go and search for what I do and they say, oh, do you do this? And some, some people come to me as referrals from my podcast guests. So definitely there are loads of different um, ways to you know, gain revenue from your podcast. Um, indirect revenue as opposed to direct revenue, like in terms of advertising for someone sponsoring a product, which only happens when you really get to serious levels of audience. Um, but I can guarantee, I can definitely say that it does give you brand awareness. It does give you business results. You just have to stick it out. You love it. I love it. And so if someone was to work with you and, and help get you to help them set up a podcast, what are the steps involved? How do you get them like started. Yeah, easy. So I kind of developed a little uh, course that I call my three P's of podcasting. And uh, I do it in three parts, three one and a half hour sessions. First one is preparation. So we talk about the strategy behind the podcasting, the why, the how, what technology to use, what tools, how to get ready, how to prepare your guest, how to prepare the episode, etc. Then the second P is production. Where between the first episode, first session and the second one, I get you to record something, even if it's just a, a, a practice run, and then I actually produce it with you, both in video and audio form. And then in the third session, I actually show you how to promote it, and I give you loads of different creative ideas into how you can promote your podcast and promote your show and create awareness and buzz for your brand, you know, using all those episodes that you've just developed and what you're going to be doing in the future. Yes, because you have to do that part. That part's Definitely. very, very important. <laughs> it's great to have a podcast, but if nobody sees it, you don't promote it. Again, like your website, it's just, it's just uh, what's the word? It's just sitting there. Well, there was seriously someone the other day who I know has been following me on on like LinkedIn, I think, for a long time just like commenting going, oh, I didn't realize you had a podcast. And literally I've been promoting it at least weekly. Um, Somehow they would keep missing those posts or not reading it. I don't know. But yeah. And so if I hadn't kept promoting it, they would never have found out. So don't think everyone just knows. (laughs) Absolutely. And generally the behavior is like, and this happens to me all the time. I, I find about another podcast through another podcast I'm listening to, or I just do some searching I listen to one episode, might be their, their 500th episode. And then I realize, wow, this person's fantastic. 
And then I'll go binge, listen and binge watch everything else. So I'll go all the way back for the last five years, but it took five years to get me. So that's the key. You know, you have to be in it for the long term um, and you just got to keep putting out quality content every, every single episode as best you can because you never know who's going to listen to it when. And, and that actually, break can come anytime. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, you brought up a good point why your content should be evergreen mm -hmm. because, yeah, someone may be tuning in five years from now and, yeah, you want to make sure what you're saying is still relevant. Obviously, you can't help it with certain conversations. Oh. Um, but, I look, I personally don't do a lot of promotion or selling of programs and things about to be launched and whatever because mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's only going to be relevant for a very small window of time. Um, now that actually, I'd love to hear your feedback on that. Cause I know some podcasters, they, you know, at the beginning, maybe they promote their courses, this and this is about to be launched and they give updates on that. I talk more generally about things, um, because I'm mindful of people who may be tuning in later on. I don't want them to feel like they totally missed out or yep. go, you know, but so what are your thoughts on doing the promotional stuff as part of your podcast episode? Yeah. perfect. Oh, you mean promoting throughout the episode? Yeah. Throughout the episode about your, you know, so for example, you have courses coming up or workshops. Yep. What are your thoughts on using your podcast to promote your own stuff yeah, that yeah. maybe only has a, a limited shelf life, but yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And I think the key, just like with any marketing these days, I think it, the key is the ratio is to just make sure that you're not overdoing it. You know, if you maybe say, you know, as a general rule, I kind of like one in five, 20%. If you're selling 20% of the time and you're giving value 80% of the time, you're okay. So a lot of podcasters that I listen to will have a little interlude um, during the session that might sell something or that might promote something they're doing or they might leave that to the end or they might just at the beginning say, oh, like I'm listening to a podcast now, which is fantastic. And right at the beginning, he just says, Oh, look, guys, you know, I'd love to build my following. Please leave me a little review. On, we'd love it to do that. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Let's get into the content. Like three seconds. So I think the ratio is important. As long as you don't overdo it and it doesn't become one big promotional plug, then people will switch off and you'll never hear from them again. So, you know, people understand you're doing this for free. You're giving enormous amount of time and value and effort you know, to putting this podcast together for everybody else's benefit, the least they can do is listen to a 20 second little bit about what you do. That's cool. But yeah, if you go and 20 seconds, if you're talking about for 10 minutes, oh, if, you go, um, yeah, if you go for 10 minutes, uh, yeah, I think you're losing people. So yeah. It's just to keep that mindset, that balance in play. And then you can have fun with how you do it. But it's the mindset about 20% um, promotion, 80% value. Yeah, and that's the same for social media posts. I say to yep. everyone as well. I, I pretty much use the same theory for everything. You know, it's it's just kind of human interaction, human nature. Yeah, um, I agree. Psychology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, Darren, I always ask my guests this: um, How do you manage your health and wellness? Ah, well, I mean, obviously, coming up to the end of year, we're going to be uh, a challenging time. <laughs> All these beautiful Christmas parties and end of year parties, but. You know, I like to jog. I like to do a bit of jogging. I do a bit of uh, cross training as well. Um, I like to try and eat well as best I can. I mean, there's always times when I go off the rails. But uh, yeah, it's a kind of combination of trying to eat well, doing a bit of running and uh, doing a bit of cross training as well, which is fun. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a flow runner. I just want to need to balance it out with some other stuff too. But yeah, exactly. yeah as, I, as I'm getting older, my knees aren't as good as they used to be. So my doctor says, uh, you better try and do something else now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, opportunity to mix things up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what, you know, the last year was all about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and how can people <laughs> connect with you? Um, yeah, so look, I'd love everybody to connect with me. Feel free to connect with me on any of my social media handles. Um, just look for me as Darren Saul or Suspended Animation on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, but if you just go to my website, which is suspendedanimation.com.au, as you can imagine, you can link out from there to all my other social media channels as well as all my podcast um, sites, audio and video. So all in the one place, suspendedanimation.com.au. Or just give me a buzz and love the chat. Awesome. That's so good. And yes, it is always taking guests as well. So if you do, I've been putting this out there lately. If you are interested in being a guest on a podcast, guests are, uh, hosts are always looking for guests. So Definitely. I'm sure if you connect with Darren, there may be a great opportunity there for you. Awesome. I would only be too happy. There you go. There you go. Um, so thank you so much for our chat today, Darren. I loved it. Um, oh I knew I would after our previous chat. And see, that's just an example. I want to know, I was like, all right, got to get you on mine at some point. It took us a few months, but, you know, make it happen. And now I obviously know a bit more about what you do. I, it makes it so much easier to refer you. So oh, that is how it all works, you. right? But, uh, really appreciate coming on the show. Hopefully we gave the audience lots of uh, good stuff and uh, keep up the great work. Awesome. Thank you. And I hope, yes, everyone, please share this episode if you do know of someone else who wants to start a podcast as well. Um, and thank you for tuning in. You can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com.au. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and leave me a rating and a review via your podcast app or at ratethispodcast.com slash marketingandme. And if you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn. Just search for Leanne Shelton. And let me know you listen to the podcast. And if you want to learn about generating more leads or outsourcing your copywriting to me, head to my website, righttimemarketing.com.au to book in a free 30-minute discovery call. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.